Welcome to the Small Baller Podcast. My name is Trevor Reddick, and as always, I'm joined by a man who is really in the books right now. He's studying hard. He's got some exams. His name is Brandon Siegel. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing. I've been better. A uh, lot of exams, a lot of studying. We were we were going to do a slightly different episode this week, but I could not come around to do the correct amount of research for it to be just an amazing episode. Um, so we postponed the uh, top 25 list. Trevor, I know you're a little bit upset about that, but it's going to be great next week. Uh, when we start it up, or yeah, we're gonna do it next week, right? I, I I hope so. I look forward to it. Um, but but also we want to make sure that we both do a lot of research because we want it to be really yes. good. So that's why we pushed it back. We want to ensure that we both have you know enough time to really get a lot of research so that we have some two solid lists. Um, and we're just prepared for mm-hmm. it. You know. Yeah. Uh, obviously, one of our lists will be better than the others. You know, if you don't have LeBron at the top. It's going to be tough for me to validate your list, but I don't know if that's going to happen. Trevor has not told me. He's, he's kept it a secret, um, but we will have a really fun episode today. I'm going to welcome in the third member of our podcast, uh, Mr. Ben O'Brien. Ben, we missed you last week, so first of all, how are you doing? That's question number one. I'm just doing fantastic, Brandon. How are you guys doing? We're doing, we're doing very good. well. First of all, uh, I, as you guys know, uh, I am Jewish, but you guys are both not Jewish, so happy Easter to you both. Thank um, you. I hope you Brandon, guys yep. have good days. Um, so Ben, my second question, uh, I know you listened to the second part of the, the podcast, correct? I believe you did. Yes, I did. All right, good. Avid fan. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think of the rest of the, uh, the bracket? What, what was your opinions? Uh, Trevor taking away Dayton, uh, it's not when I thought it should have happened. Uh, Kentucky is the winner, our final four. What do you think? How, how was it to you? Um, I mean, it was pretty fair. I honestly, I would have had Dayton losing to Florida state too. So I'm not Ooh. too upset about that. I don't think I would have necessarily had Kentucky winning the whole thing, but I can't hate on that. I mean, they're a good team. I wasn't Who high- you had? Um, uh, probably Kansas. I think Kansas is probably the best team. That's fair. But it's so it's so hard. It's just hard cuz I mean, it's 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 a what if situation. Like you don't you don't know. It's just totally speculation. So, I can't hate right. your guys' decision. I don't hate it at all. Yeah, well, there's there's no wrong answers there except if you pick Michigan State. That's the only wrong answer. But <laughs> we have a really great episode planned today. Uh Trevor, why don't you give a little rundown on what we are doing? All right, so today we're going to talk about uh, Tom Brady. Um, we, we never really got to talk about him going to the Bucks, but in addition, he had an interview with Howard Stern. Then we have some uh, college basketball commitments that we are going to get into. Then we're going to get into small talk trivia, randomly ranked, got a good one for you today. Then our main topics, we're going to talk about the NBA horse competition, which is tonight at 7 o'clock. Um, mm-hmm. And then we have, we're going to give a preview on the NFL draft, which is also coming up. So it's going to be a good episode. Yes couple weeks the NFL draft which is my favorite day of the year so I'm super pumped about that I'm happy it's still going on we'll get a little bit of content those will be an excellent three days for sports I think the viewership on that on the NFL draft this year is going to be like just insane because we have no other sports um so let's get right into it we're going to talk about Brady we're kind of going to do this in two parts first we're going to talk about Brady to the Bucks uh then we're going to talk about the interview he did with Howard Stern uh which was one of the better interviews I've ever heard from a sports player just because it was so raw we just heard so much um, for Brady that we don't normally hear, and as we probably know on this podcast, I pretty much dis- despise Tom Brady, um, but I really, really enjoyed this interview because of just how how entertaining it was to hear about stuff outside of sports from Tom Brady. So, Brady to the Bucks, Trevor, we know this. Uh, both of you guys, uh, you Trevor and Ben, are both huge Brady fans. Um, Trevor, are you still a Patriots fan? Because obviously you became a Patriots fan out of Fairweather-ness, word I just created. Not true. Um, now that your your beloved, that is true, your beloved friend Tom Brady is gone, 
What, what do you think? Are you just not a Patriots fan anymore? You a Bucks fan? Just going to follow him? Which I'm okay with. I do the same thing with LeBron. So I'm not, I'm not hating there. I'm just saying, well, what's your stance on this? Because for me, this was an ideal situation. And I'll explain it in a second. Um, so I'm not surprised that you said it was an ideal situation. For me, this was uh, very tough. I All year, I, I was starting to come to the realization that it, w- it was definitely possible that he could leave. And I tried to... I was in denial for a while, even through January and February. I was still in denial. I'm like, he's not going to leave the Patriots. It's not going to happen. Even after all of the things that happened, we had different signs that were pointing to it, like Brady. Um, he, I think he bought, he sold his house, I believe, and there was just different things that happening. We had heard about. Mm-hmm. Um, we knew in 2017, we heard about like the Patriots potentially and Bill Belichick in particular trying to trade Brady instead of Garoppolo, um, Kraft. We've heard that kind of shut that down, and they ended up trading Garoppolo. But it seemed like, from what I've at least some of the things I've heard, that there was a little bit of bad blood after that. Um, but ultimately, I, when it comes to the fandom thing, for me, I've always been more of like a fan of players than teams, and it's always one one or two players that really make me a fan of a certain team. With the Miami Heat, that was Dwayne Wade and Shaq, but really Dwayne Wade uh, for the most part. And with the Patriots, it was Tom Brady. So without Tom Brady there, yeah, I still um, like the Patriots. I'm going to still root for him once he retires or root for the Patriots once Tom Brady retires. But, like, I don't know. Like, if the Bucks are playing the Patriots, like, it's it's really hard for me to say I'm going to root for um, or root against Brady. Like, I can't root against Brady. So it's kind of hard for me. I think I honestly would side with Brady and the Bucks because Tom Brady is why I became a Patriots fan in the first place. Yeah, I think that there's a there's a valid point to that to an extent because I, I, I feel the same way about LeBron. I'm still a Cavs fan. I'll always be a Cavs fan. But I want to see LeBron succeed so bad where I want the Lakers to win because of that. Right. Uh, ben, what are your thoughts on Brady leaving? I know this hits home. You're a big Brady fan. But the thing is, is you're not a Patriots fan. So I think your allegiance is more up in the air in that sense because you are a Bengals fan. Of course, from, uh, yes. the Cincinnati area. So what, what are your opinions on this? Um, so the Bengals will always be my favorite team as unfortunate as it is. Um, but I mean, obviously we're all the same age. So we all grew up. Tom Brady's always been the man. Um, I've yep. always loved Tom Brady. I, I love LeBron, but I like Tom Brady more than LeBron. He, Tom Brady's my favorite athlete. So I, I, I didn't really care if he left the Patriots. I mean, I like the Patriots. I don't necessarily like Bill Belichick that much. So I don't love the Patriots. I am a strong believer though, that the Patriots are America's team. So, um, there's, mm-hmm. they have, they have that going for him cause they are America's team. Um, but I don't really care that he left the Patriots. I don't. I didn't want him to go to the Bucks though, just because like they're such like in my opinion they're such an irrelevant franchise. I wanted him to go somewhere where like I don't know it could have been more interesting because whoever he was like wherever he was going I was gonna root for him. So the fact that I have to root for him on the Bucks is like whatever. Like especially because they're like they're in the same division as like the Saints who I actually don't hate. I don't hate the Panthers at all. Mm-hmm. So like I'm gonna root for Tom Brady, but. I'm gonna be honest. Like he's had a good career at this point in his career. If he doesn't do well at the Bucks, I'm not gonna be super upset about it. Mm-hmm. Actually, a slightly different topic, Trevor. That Ben and I have talked about before. Are the Saints everyone's second favorite team? I I don't know many people where the Saints would not be considered everyone's second. Because like, who hates the Saints? Like, how do you hate the Saints? The only reason you can bad hate about the New Orleans Saints. Well, they had the whole bounty gate. That's the only reason why I feel like you. That can is hate true. Them. That is true. But like, Drew Brees is such a likable guy. I think they have players like Michael Thomas that just everyone loves. Um, I think collectively, just like people like the Saints. But that's another topic for another day. Tom Brady leaving uh, the Patriots and going to the Bucks is probably the most ideal situation, in my opinion. 
um, because I hate the Patriots. I hate everything about them. I hate their coach. I hate Tom Brady. I hate every player that's been on the franchise. I hate Robert Kraft. I hate all of them. So really, this was such an ideal situation for me. And then not only that, it's not even like he went to the Colts. He went back in the AFC. He went to the NFC. So now the Ravens don't have to play him anymore. And at this point, I'm not very scared of Brady. He, I mean, he's still great. He will go down as one of the greatest quarterbacks, of all, if not the greatest quarterback of all time. Um, but he definitely has not been quite as good this year and, uh, you know, the past uh, the past year. Um, it'll be interesting to see when he gets his weapons, which he did not have this year. The Patriots were very weak on the offensive weapons front. Um, I'm super interested to see how the Patriots do this year because they didn't look like they were going to be, like, this amazing team coming into the year with Brady if they had him. And now without, you know, their quarterback, you know, the quarterback's up in the air. Stidham going to be able to start. They're going to draft someone. We'll actually get to talking about that in a little bit. Um, but, you know, it's going to be an interesting year for the Patriots. I'm super excited for all these fair-weather Patriots fans that have been through my whole life because they've been good pretty much since I've been alive. Um, now trying to transition. Um, no shade at you, Trevor. Uh, you watched him one day. You liked him. I feel like that's every single Patriots fan ever. So it's going to be super interesting to see what happens now that Brady's left the amount of Patriots fans that go down um, <laughs> will be very interesting. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Everything about this I love. There was not everything involving with the Brady situation was so ideal for me. Because I don't even think the Ravens will play him again. It's not even going to happen. Because I don't think they'll win their division. And the Ravens will win their division, knock on wood. Um, so they won't play him in that sense unless they play the, what are they, the NFC West, South? What are they, South? Yeah, South. Yes. So unless the Ravens play that division, and they're not going to make it in the playoffs. I think there's too many good teams in the NFC. I don't think Brady pushes them over the bump that much. Uh, so, yeah, very excited about this. Everything went uh, the exact way I would have pictured it. And I think Ben makes a great point. This franchise is so irrelevant. Like, that's what makes it, it – it's so – it's not even like he went to the Cowboys or he went to the Colts, you know, teams that have a ton of tra- uh, tradition and are set up to, you know, do well, I think, in the future. Colts, with all the money they have, the Cowboys have a lot of great offensive weapons that would have been pretty great with Brady. Obviously, they have Dak, uh, Prescott. But, yeah, no, very ideal situation. Any last words from you guys on yeah, so, my least favorite player in the NFL? <laughs> yeah, so I think any team that gets Tom Brady, no matter what franchise you are, you're not going to be irrelevant. So for the next two, three, four years, however long they have Tom Jesus. Brady, they're not going to be irrelevant. So I think that that's number one. I think number two is if you're well, we'll a Ravens see. fan, I think your first worry, your main worry has to be the Kansas City Chiefs um, because yeah, no, I don't I, know if they I, again, get past I wasn't that Kansas worried. City Chiefs. I think the Bucks do. It'll be interesting. I think the Bucks do have a really good shot to make the Super Bowl because Tom Brady has much better Jesus. weapons than he had with the Patriots last year. Ugh. I think this is a team that already went seven and nine. It's not like they were a bad team last year with Jameis, who threw thirty, nearly. So 30 how many wins do you count Brady for? How many wins does Tom Brady, at the end of his career, account for on that team? You think he accounts for six wins? Five well, wins, four wins. Well, I think so. Th- no, he doesn't. Well, he, They're not know. a championship were, contending well, team. The Bucks had a lot of close games last year. A lot of very close of games. And Brady could have flipped. I don't even some think the Bucks are bad. Brady could have flipped some of those. It's just there's. They could have won eleven. There's no way they can beat games with with Brady. That's wild. You're I wild. I think it's wild. That. I think winning in the NFL is way too difficult. The Patriots went twelve and four with a considerably better team, minus the offensive weapons. No, than the no, Bucks. no, no. Their defense, their defense is significantly better than the Bucks. Significantly better. The offense is. They have better by running far backs. Worse. The only thing that they have that I would say is better no. is their tight ends or receivers. But besides that, and tight end, I think you could even debate. Cameron Bright did not have a great year. Um, the uh, Alabama tight end, I'm forgetting his name. Uh, what's his name? I'm forgetting his name. On the Bucks, 
Uh, it's not like he had this amazing year. Besides the receivers, you cannot argue that they have significantly better positions than the Patriots. Patriots they have one of the best secondaries this past year, and they went, what, 11-5? and five? And you think they'd win 11 or 12 more games after going 7-9? and nine? You're crazy. That would never happen. It's not crazy. It's not like Brady It's, it's not like Brady is the top <laughs> quarterback in the league. He didn't do great last year. But There is no way that you put him on the current Bucks team, and they would have played this past year, and they would have won four to five more games with one player. It's not even like he's the... It's not like you put Patrick Mahomes. You put Patrick Mahomes, I think you have a better argument. But you put a Tom Brady at the end of his career who has not been playing as well. You just can't say... I mean, maybe one or two, I can I can go with that. There's very few players that I would ever consider in the NFL being able to win five more games if you add them on a team. I, very, very, very few, if any. I disagree. There were six one-score games that the Bucks lost last year. Brady easily could have flipped at least four of those, I believe. And the Bucks had a much better offense than the Patriots did. The Patriots did not have great running backs. Um, they had bad receivers outside of Edelman. And the tight ends, you know, not, not great either without Gronkowski. So offensive line struggled. So the Tampa offense is better than the Patriots last year. Yes, the defense of the Patriots was better. We know that. But the offense is better. I think it almost evens out. So I think the Tampa Bay team with Brady is just as good as the Patriots team last year uh, with Brady. I'm not saying they win a Super Bowl because they didn't. he didn't win the Patriots, but I think they do make the playoffs. I think you were delusional. The Patriots' offense did so well for those first eight games. Nothing that could have recapped that for the Bucs. And additionally, they have better running backs than the Bucs. Sonny Michel is better than any running back that the Bucs have. Sonny Michel is not good. The only thing you can... But I mean, he's better than any Bucks running back. They got what Ronald Jones? Like, come on now. He's just come just on. Just as good as Sonny Michelle. No, you're crazy. You're you like Brady too much. All right, let's move on to, to the next topic. Um, I think that's or no, we got the ex- extra part of the Brady Stern interview. So, Trevor, what was your favorite parts on this interview? Because there were so many great things that we could talk about. Um, let's just go over a couple that you really enjoyed. There's just a lot of things he said about like how he kind of knew this probably would have been the end. Um, he talked about it, just so many different things, even outside of football, like with his marriage right. um, to Giselle, the supermodel. So what were your kind of your favorite tidbits that you got from this interview? Because it was so raw. It really was great. Yeah, so Tom Brady definitely was great in this interview, and he shared more than I think he, he would normally share in any other interview. So that's, that's good. Yeah, and, he, and he definitely seems like he was a fan of Stern, so that I think plays into why he revealed more. Just like how like LeBron has a great relationship with like Rachel Nichols, so he reveals more in like, those types of interviews. Um, so it was definitely a great interview. Um, one of the things I think, so Brady, it's interesting because he seems to downplay a lot of things like his own talent, his own greatness. He loves to downplay it. One of the, one of the things that Howard Stern was talking about, he brought up how Brady was drafted to the MLB, um, like out of high school and, and Brady ended up obviously not going to the major, major league baseball, but he basically responded by saying, well, there was other players that were better on my high school team. Like that was his first response. It's just like, it, it's just crazy. He tries to downplay. He's, he's very obviously uh, humble. Um, so that's great. But also something that surprised me was the, um, uh, this where they talked about Giselle and the marriage, there was problems with uh, Brady's marriage. And that was, it was revealed that that was why he didn't attend some of the OTAs last year, which we were all wondering why that was happening. And it turns out that was the reason. Um, so that was very surprising to me um, to just know that that's what happened and that he revealed that um, he was, you know, he didn't, he didn't mind revealing that at all. So that was very interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, one other thing, let's see. Um, I think that those are both good. Yeah. Bits. I mean, those are both good. I mean, 
Also, like the but he also downplayed. I think he also downplayed the the stuff with Bill Belichick. He said how um, yeah, there's there's no kind of turmoil whatsoever. You know, there's nothing um, like they have like all this like rumored. Um, basically the assumptions about their relationship is wrong. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. quite true. I, I think he downplays it a little bit. I think it's a little bit, the relationship's maybe a little worse than he's leading on. Yeah, I, I mean, supposedly the relationship between all three of them, Kraft, Belichick, and, and Brady, has not been good. Ben, did you did you end up listening to this interview or looking at it a little bit? No, I it's like two hours, so like I'm going to, but like I need to do it in parts. Um, but obviously yeah, I love Tom Brady, so I'm super interested, but I, since Trevor listened to like the whole thing, Trevor, I'm interested, like, does he talk about like growing up and like being recruited, like by Michigan and stuff like that? Like, does he talk about like that or is it all like his professional career that he talks about? Um, he does go through that. Yes. So essentially he's talking about how when, when he's at Michigan, you know, there's like three quarterbacks ahead of him, and he was actually yeah. at one point considering, uh, transferring. And he said that I think Cal Cal Berkeley was a second choice, so he was strongly considering transferring to Cal while he was I think a sophomore in college I think is what he said, um, and he ended up having a conversation with uh, the head coach at the time, and you know he he convinced him not to, but Brady said he was very close to transferring, which you know would have been different um, in his you know career. You know who knows what would have happened if he went with the Cal. Yeah. I mean, because, like, I'm just so interested. Like, obviously, I love all his stuff, like, on the Patriots. But I'm so interested in stuff, like, before his professional career. Like, because right. I don't know I don't know a whole lot about his career, like, his life before he was on the Patriots. I know he went to Michigan. And he's from California. But, like, I'm so inter- interested to, like, hear what he has to say about what it was like growing up playing football in high school and even in college a little bit. Yeah. I'm- it's, it's, it's a good interview. You should definitely listen to it. Yeah. For sure. Because, and you can listen to it for free. Sirius XM is uh, giving the interview off for free. Or on YouTube. You can listen to it. Or on YouTube. Or on YouTube. Yeah, I know YouTube has it for sure. Yeah. Trevor, any any last thoughts on this yeah. before we head over to Small Talk? Yeah, I mean, sure. I guess one more thing uh, that Ben, uh, just to tell you, Ben, is that another thing is he was talking about how he was better at baseball um, as a high school player yeah. mm-hmm. in high school than football. That's why he got drafted to the MLB. He was better at baseball, but he's – Stern asked him, well, why didn't you just go play Major League Baseball? You know, fair question, obviously, considering how good he was at baseball. Not not quite as good at the time as football, he said. But he said he just loved football so much. And he, he bet on himself and said, I, you know, I want to play football. And that's what he did. To, obviously, I'm, I'm not a Brady you know, lover in any aspect. But a lot of the quarterbacks do get drafted uh, to the MLB. And you see Kyler Murray did, Russell Wilson did, even Shea Patterson, who's Michigan's current quarterback uh who probably won't even get drafted he played so terrible this year and did not have a great uh i, I think his own pro day and own and combine um but yeah no a lot of quarterbacks get they a lot of them get drafted into the mlb in like later rounds um just as like a flyer obviously kyler murray's the the rare one where he got drafted in the top 10 in both which is absolutely insane but a lot of them do get um drafted into both um and end up uh, most of them from my understanding that want to play football, go and play football. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of interesting to say. All right, let's go into small talk trivia. Trevor, do you have the scoreboard? Because we haven't done small talk trivia in quite a while. Um, so we, we are got some at... flipping papers. I heard the paper. Yes. The score is 22 to 16, I lead. Whew. All right, up Brandon, a little you, bit. You got to step it up, Brandon. All right, I want to point out, let's just talk about this for a second before we start. The amount, like the luck that Trevor has drawn from these questions 
I think I went back and looked on time. There's like it's like seven questions he's gotten right that have he after or before has told me like there's just no way. Or uh, excuse me, just after or like right when the question happens, there's just no way he's like, oh, I'm gonna take a guess, and he just says random guesses and comes out with with correct answers. Well, I have guessed and I've had bad luck. What like I remember the one question about uh, the two 0 and 16 teams of all time, which are the Browns and the Lions. Um, and I completely forgot the Browns, and it happened the year before, or two years before, whatever it was. So, I've had a not-great string of luck, while Trevor has gotten very, very lucky. While Trevor does know a lot, I'm not saying he doesn't know a lot, it's just he's gotten super-duper lucky. However, today's question for you, Trevor, I would like to go first, because I want to I wanna get you with this question. This is, this is going to be a test of your, of your knowledge here. You ready? Yes, I'm ready. So, this is about the NFL Draft, uh, because we will be talking about it in a little bit. Um, so... In the 1993 draft, the number two overall pick was Rick Mirror. Okay. Okay. Now, there's someone that went before him, and I believe you should know. Who went number one overall in the 1993 draft? Wow. The number one. Yeah, now think about it for a second. Ben, do you know the answer? I feel like you know this answer. There's no way. You don't know the answer. There's no way. The number one pick in the 1993 draft. Yeah. Now, I will give you a clue here if you would like it. I don't think it's going to be a great clue, but when you hear the answer, you will think it's a good clue. I mean, clue. can I know the position or no? Um, because I really... What do you think, Ben? I, I, think, I looked it up, so I know the answer now. I think you can give him the position. All right. It, Rick Meyer is a quarterback um, from Notre Dame, and the, uh, the other position is also a quarterback. It's also a quarterback. Okay. Yep. So I was hoping it was a quarterback <laughs> because that would give me more options of like players I can think of. Okay. Okay, so 93. So, if we think about some of the quarterbacks, if I think about some of the better ones in the late 90s, early 2000s, the first name that comes to my mind is Brett Favre. I don't know if Brett Favre was the number one pick, um, but that's the first name that popped in my mind. (laughs) If that was right, that would be crazy. That's not my guess yet. But um, Brett Favre was really good in the late 90s. Um, other quarterbacks that were good in the late 90s. Let's think. Um, Manning was later. Manning was late 90s. Um, yeah, I think Manning was like 96 or 97, so it wouldn't have been him. Mm-hmm. But like Favre could have been 93. Um, who else? I don't know. What do you think? Who else? We had like... Your time's running out. I'm doing a mental timer. Okay. Um, we had like... I think other quarterbacks like Kurt Warner. So, do you want the clue that I was going to give you? Kurt Warner. Um, yeah, sure. Would you like the clue? Because I had a clue. Yeah. So again, I don't think this is going to help you right now, but you'll see how this will help you. Okay. My question I designed here today. I wanted to to kind of. I wanted to get you with the question. I wanted to to kind of, you know, I what's the word I'm trying to look for? I wanted to. Uh, I just wanted to get you. I wanted to see you just wanna, your knowledge. You just want to catch up. No, 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 not catch up. It's, it's not that it's this super-duper difficult right, question. Right. right, Ben? Would you agree? It's not this, like, super-duper difficult. I just wanted to I wanted to get you on this. Hmm. 93, man. Yeah, I mean, Brett Favre, Kurt Warner, both good quarterbacks that came around that time. Doesn't mean they were the first mm-hmm. draft pick in 93. Uh, Steve McNair is another one that was not great, but he was okay. Um, wow. You know, I'm just going to go with Brett Favre. That's probably not right. But, final answer? But who knows? Yeah, final answer. So Brett Favre is not correct. I don't think he was even close to the first pick. Uh, he was from uh, Brett Favre is a, Southern. Brett Favre is a good guess, though, because I looked it up. He was 
drafted at 91. So you were only a couple years off on that one. Okay. So, like I said, I wanted to get you with this question. I wanted to see how big of a fan you actually were. Um, and the the answer, it was actually a New England Patriot. Oh, uh, it's Drew Bledsoe. It is oh Drew Bledsoe. <laughs> I told you I wanted to get you with this question. I wanted to get you with this yeah, question. I, he was obviously dang. replaced eventually by Tom Brady. Wow. I should have... See, I was like, there's got to be some kind of catch to this, but I couldn't think of what it was. I'm like, you're trying to do something mm-hmm. here, but I don't know what. Wow. Okay. Trevor, yeah. I'll let you I'll let you redeem yourself real quick, Trevor. Do you know where he went to college? Drew, Ooh, Drew Bledsoe. I know where it is. Yeah. I know this one. Oh, my. Can I get a point if I get it right? No. I want a point. No, you don't get a point if you get it right. Where Drew Bledsoe went to college? Oh, no. Look at this Patriots fan. Oh, no. Look at the Patriots fan. I wasn't born until 1998, man. <laughs> Drew Bledsoe, where did he go to college? And that would have been the late 80s, early 90s? Man. I don't know. Um, would you like a clue? I'll give you a clue. It's, it's, it is a current uh, Pac-12 school. Current Pac-12 school? I believe. School. That's correct, right, Ben? Yeah, Pac-12. Yeah, I, I, I'm 99% sure I know where it is. It's a current Pac-12 school. <sighs> Trevor, I thought you might know this is one. He, I really thought you I might know. know. It's... I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it to you. I, ben, I'm taking a point for is this. It I believe Washington, it's Washington State. Washington State. Okay, I was thinking along those yeah. lines. Yeah, I believe. I yep, Washington, is it Washington State. State. Oh, my gosh. Yep. He actually was a good quarterback. I don't think Drew Bledsoe was that bad at all. All right, Trevor, what is your, uh, your question all right, for today? I took an L on that one. Okay, so my question is related to uh, – I've been watching a lot of old NBA games lately, so it's related to the NBA Finals. Who was mm-hmm. the last – uh, finals MVP to win it, or who's the last player to win three straight finals MVPs? That's my question. Three straight finals MVPs. Yes. They had to have went to three straight. Are you saying three straight finals? Three straight finals MVPs. Oh, God. Um, I got to think about this one. Who is the last? I mean, I feel like... I feel like, I mean, I feel like there could only be really a couple guys. I'm, I'm guessing. Can I? Can I? I'm gonna ask a question back. Is this? This didn't happen in our lifetime, correct? Um, I am not gonna answer that. Okay. It's... I do not believe it happened in my lifetime. Okay. So do you mean three consecutive finals? Not like like if you won one in three in a row. Yes, three straight years. This player won the NBA Finals MVP three straight years. So, okay. So I know. Who? I feel like I know what you're gonna say, but I'm interested to see if you can get it. Okay. So here's the thing. I think you're trying to get me with this question. And you want me to say Michael Jordan. That's what I think. So I don't think it's Michael Jordan because I think that's what you want me to say. So I am not going to say Michael Jordan. However, I do think it is him. And I don't know who else it could be. Did Kobe win the finals MVP ever? Because they won. The Lakers won three in a row, correct? You could answer that. Um, do you think they won three now? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Brandon, that sounds, like, that sounds like a you problem. You got to know that or not. Do you think not. they won three now? <laughs> I thought the Lakers won. I thought the Oh my god, I think I know the answer. I think it is a Lakers player, but I do not think it's Kobe Bryant. Didn't didn't Shaq win a couple of those? I'm I think it might be Shaq. I'm gonna go with Shaq. 
I, I'm pretty sure it is Shaq, now that I think about it. I don't think Kobe won the finals MVP. Are you sure? That was that's three your final years. answer? It's, yeah, I'll go with Shaq. Final answer. Okay, that's correct. It was Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, let's go. He won it. Ooh, I was sweating up here. During the early 2003 Pete, 2000 to 2002, Shaq won the finals MVP all three seasons. He was dominant in all oh, three of my. them. He was let's unstoppable go. in those three years. He averaged 38 17 and three in two in the 2000 finals and averaged over 30 in the other two as well. He was dominant. Wow. Wow. I can't believe I got that, but I, I, I really, I was like, I was like, oh, it's easy. It's Jordan. And then when I asked you, is it someone in our lifetime? You didn't answer. I was like, why wouldn't you just say it? I was like, I I feel like that's obvious. And then I thought about it. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, and the Lakers won three and and I thought Kobe won them, but I remember Kobe didn't win one of them. And I was like, it was Shaq. And I was like, didn't Shaq win all of them? Yes. So, yeah, I can't believe I came to that answer. Um, but we did get it. Okay, so next up, we have Randomly Ranked. Uh, and today's Randomly Ranked is going to be... We're, we're going to kind of start a theme a little bit here. I don't know if this will be every week necessarily, but we're going to start it off like this. It is going to be the our top three favorite movies from 2013. So, Trevor, I'm going to have you go first. Uh, what are your three favorite movies from 2013? All right. So, it was tough. Like, my number three was really tough. So, I'm going to start, actually, with an honorable mention. Because my three and four, it was very close. My honorable mention is Grown Ups 2. Um, Adam Sandler is my favorite actor. This was a fantastic movie. Not as good as the first Grown Ups, but still a very good movie. That is my honorable mention. Number three, a movie that a lot of people probably do not know about. It's a movie and a book. It's called Ender's Game. Um, so it's it's kind of like a sci-fi type of movie. But And I don't necessarily like a lot of sci-fi movies, but I really enjoyed this one. So Ender's Game is uh, number three. Number two, I'm going to go with 42. Obviously the movie about, you know, basically about Jackie Robinson. Just phenomenal movie. I have it on DVD. I've probably watched it five or six times. It's, it's so good. And number one... It really couldn't be any other movie other than this one. You know, it's pretty obvious. It's Fast and the Furious 6, arguably the best movie in the series. Um, as, you know, if you've been a longtime listener, you would know that, you probably know that I'm a big Fast and the Furious fan. And this is one of the best mm-hmm. movies in the franchise. You got Vin Diesel, you got The Rock, you got Paul Walker. Um, you know, if you have watched a lot of the franchise, this was one of Letty's best movies, I think, in the franchise. So just phenomenal movie. All right, uh, Ben, would you like to go next, or would you like me to go? It's all up to you. Um, I'll let you go. You can go. You all can right, go. Maybe... You can go, oh, Brandon. Okay, okay, I'll let go. you go. Okay, perfect. So, I, there's here's the thing. We were trying to figure out a year uh, we could do this in. Trevor originally said 2010. Okay. And 2010s movies suck. While Trevor think they are, Trevor thinks that they are top tier movies in 2010 they are they suck that's not true so we went to 2014 2014 has great movies i think we'll probably do that one soon but then we went to 2013 2013 has a lot of good movies lots of good movies so i could give a ton of honorable mentions i'm not going to do that today i just want to go straight up and give movies that just i really really enjoy now there was a lot of great movies like i said so i think i'm going to come in at number three and my number three is going to be iron man three so there's a couple Marvel movies in this this one. We have Iron Man 3 and we have Thor Dark World. I It was between those two, but I really, really enjoyed Iron Man 3. Um, as we know on this podcast, I'm a big Avengers fan. I, I, I dig all the movies. I've seen all of them with uh, the same two friends. Shout out to Aaron and Chad. Um, I've seen almost all the movies with them uh, in theaters, Aaron especially. 
Um, so Iron Man 3 will take it there. Uh, my number two movie is Now You See Me. Now You See Me, if anyone hasn't... Hey, Trevor, have you seen Now You See Me? I have not. Okay, watch that tonight. Ben can speak on this too. That movie is so amazing. It's, it's fantastic. a great movie. It's one of those movies that your mind will be blown after it. And then the number one movie... Now, if you were... You gotta be older to watch this movie. This is not for young people. So we have anyone who's really young watch, uh, listening to the podcast. Do not watch this movie. It is not for you. Ben, do you know what movie I'm saying here? We've seen this together, I think. I, I think hope it's what I'm thinking of. I'm not, it's, I'm not it's sure. One of my, what do you think it of? It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Trevor, what do you think this, of? This probably is another honorable mention for me. It's We're the Millers. I don't know if that's your selection, but... No, okay. no. We the Millers is not. Which I do like We Are the Millers, but oh, it's not We the Millers. I know what it is. I know what it is. It is... The Wolf of Wall Street. Okay. Now, yeah. so many great things about this. Number one, it's a great movie. It's a critically acclaimed movie. But not only that, oh. it's based off a true story of something just absolutely insane happening. And I know, Trevor, you haven't seen this movie ever. You're very uncultured. Which, <laughs> I want to point out, but before we go any further, people are going to be upset that Wolf of Wall Street and some of these movies are not on Trevor's list. Trevor only did movies he's seen. Which, I've seen all of these movies, too. You have to. Trevor refuses to even consider a movie that's good if he hasn't seen it. And I, I think the other way. I think if it's critically acclaimed, you can say, oh, this is a good movie. Wolf of Wall, I've seen all three of the movies that I put on there, but Wolf of Wall Street is by far the best movie on the 2013's list. It's not even close. It was up for so many Academy Awards. Uh, there's so many great actors and actresses in the movie. Uh, that's going to take number one. Ben, I expect you to follow suit, but what are your top three favorite movies? So this was hard because this year was so good with movies. Um, but if, if I had a top five, Wolf of Wall Street would have been in it, but... Wolf of Wall Street is not in my top three, unfortunately. I cannot believe that, but keep on going. My number three is The Great Gatsby. I love that movie. I think the book is, is fantastic. The book by F. Scott Fitzgerald is amazing. I love that book. I love the movie. Any You're movie stuck with Leo, though. Yeah, any movie with Leo. with Leo in it. You can't go wrong with any movie with Leo in it. That's my number three. My number two, similar to Trevor, is Fast and Furious 6. I think it's such a good movie. It's absolutely fantastic. One of the best movies in the franchise. Made a bunch of money. It's amazing. The action scenes are incredible. The special effects are awesome. Amazing movie. And my number one is Now You See Me. One of my favorite movies of all time. Now You See Me is Tre- you see me Trevor. Trevor, you have to watch it. It is so good. Yeah. The, ca- the cast is amazing. Really good cast. And just like, I remember. About the movie is amazing. I remember I watched it like my senior year in my library in high school. And at the ending, I literally screamed and went, oh, like at the end. Because it's such like a plot <laughs> twist. It's crazy. <laughs> We've watched that movie. We've watched a lot of movies together, Ben. That's one of the movies. We watched, I think. All three of the movies I listed we've watched, right? Oh, no, we haven't seen... We didn't see Iron Man 3 yet, but we no. we saw those two movies. And Ben and I watched Where the Millers like a month ago. We did, we yeah. Watched it, yep. Which is another great movie. So, all, I mean, I, I think most of the good picks... I, I haven't seen the Fast and Furious series as a whole, which both you guys have been on me to watch, which well, will happen soon. That's because you, you can't hold up your end of the deal, so... All right, all right. Just for anyone that doesn't understand that, I promised Ben if he watched the first two episodes of Tiger King, I'd watch the first Fast and Furious. I did not have time to do that, so I did not do it. But it will happen. I actually do want to watch all the Fast and Furious because they're right up my alley with movies that, like, I love the action movies, like the heist-type movies that uh, you've described. So that will happen. I know, Trevor, that's your favorite series. I think that's your favorite series too, Ben, right? Yeah, yeah, it's my favorite franchise. So I will be watching it eventually. Maybe I'll even give my, my live reviews after each movie on the podcast. I think that might be fun to talk about. Yeah. Maybe. I, I think we'll definitely have to do a little segment or something on it after you watch all of them and, and or something and talk about them. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll definitely have to do something like that. Um, but let's let's keep it moving. We got uh, to go to our main topics here. Um, and we're going to start off in the horse competition, which is happening tonight on Easter Sunday. Um, which I don't know if I said happy Easter to everyone that is listening, uh, if you celebrate. Um, 
But let's get into this about the horse tournament. So here are the matchups. We have two groups. Group number one is Chauncey Phillips, Tamika Catchings, Mike Conley, Trey Young. Uh, group two is Zach Levine, Chris Paul, Paul Pierce, and Allie Quigley. I don't know if I said that correctly. I hope I did. So we have matchups There's the, of the groups. Group one uh, matchups. We have Trey Young versus Chauncey Phillips, Tamika Catchings uh, versus Mike Conley, then Zach Levine versus Paul Pierce, and then Chris Paul versus Allie Quigley. So here's the thing. We've talked about this, um, I think last episode we talked about this, correct, Trevor, about uh, the horse competition? Or was it two episodes ago? We talked about it a lot. We yeah, talked it was last, about episode. last episode. So, my question is, obviously, I think you guys will all tune in, but are you interested in this? With the people that they got, is this something that interests you? Let's say that it was a normal season, and Ben, we talked about this last episode, as you probably heard. Does this entertain you guys, this this idea? What do you think, Ben? You start off. Um, I think it... For, for what we have right now, since we don't really have any sports, I feel like it's somewhat entertaining. I'll probably watch a little bit of it. I'm not, like, super excited about it. I think it's – Is this like, a YouTube the next day? Are you get a YouTube yeah, the next day? I think, yeah, yeah, I think that's exactly what it is. I think, um, like, it, if at least for me personally, I think it'll, I'll be more interested in it than, like, the 2K tournament just because, like, I watched about 10 minutes of that and I do not care about the 2K tournament at all. Like, I'm so bored of it. So I think this, for me personally, is a little bit better than, like, the 2K tournament. But once again, like, I'm not, like, holding my breath for this at all. I th- it's cool that they got Trey Young. They could have gotten some better people, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And we'll get to that in a minute. So, Tre- Trevor, what do you – how do you feel about this? How do you feel about this this type of tournament? Yeah, I think um, I'm pretty much on the same – along the same lines as Ben. I think I just think – it's just, like, all right. Like, it's not great. It's not horrible. I think it's all right. I think they got some good competitors, but I don't think – I think they could have done – I mean, well, maybe they couldn't have done a lot better, but ideally we would definitely have, like, the Steph Currys, uh, the James Hardens, the Kevin mm-hmm. Durant, stuff like that. But, you know, Trey Young, I think, is a good um, person to have in this. Chris Paul's okay, but, again, it's 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 not great. Like, I think it's probably something that I'll, you know, maybe I'll tune in for 10, 15 minutes, see how it is, um, you know. But for the most part, I'm going to be watching – on Twitter to see how people react to it. I'm going to be watching highlights on YouTube, you know, so I think it's just okay. I'm, I'm not really, you know, I don't have really strong opinions on it. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't feel great about this. I, we're going to talk about this in a second, who we wish the eight people were, and we'll just do just NBA players. I, I know we're all just not quite qualified to talk a ton on the uh, WNBA players. We, we all don't watch WNBA that much. Not that they aren't qualified to play because they definitely are. Um, but we're going to kind of go over eight guys that we think would be great. Uh, we'll do a couple old and new. But overall, I, I think Trey Young's the only guy that got is a shooter. Zach Levine's not a shooter. He's great. All these guys are good. It's not that they aren't good. It's just they're not shooters. Chris Paul, I mean, no one would consider him a shooter. Chauncey Phillips was not this fabulous, amazing shooter. Paul Pierce was a great shooter. But, I mean, we have we have Trey Young and Paul Pierce. And, I mean, they're the co-favorites according to the article that I'm reading here. But I don't know. I, I'm interested to an extent. I hope someone gets upset. That'll make me, like, much more entertained this is definitely going to be a youtube tomorrow type thing i'm not going to be watching this today live i will definitely be youtubing it tomorrow um to see what happens so let's go over what would be eight guys that you guys think or even just a couple guys we'll just mention a couple um i could tell you the number one guy in my opinion i think this person would be the absolute best person and i'm not just going to say lebron here i think lebron would be great to watch but there's one person i think that is probably the most ideal person to have in this and that's kevin durant Kevin Durant's one of those guys who, I mean, he shoots well from every aspect of the court. I think he can hit a lot of crazy shots. And there's one other guy I can think of that would be good too, and that's Steph Curry, who can also hit a ton of crazy shots. That would be fun to watch in horse. 
What, what do you guys think? Are there any other people that you think would be really, really entertaining to watch in a horse-type competition where you would go in live to watch it? Um, yeah, so I think Steph is the first name I think of, as I said before. Durant is also one of the first names. But also, like I've said, I think, like, getting entertaining personalities who also might be able to, yes. you know, be able to make some tough shots. Like, Jimmy Butler, I think, is a big one. Um, I think, like, maybe, like, Dame Lillard. I mean, he's made some tough shots. That would be a good one. LeBron would be good. Um, I think, like, like Paul George, maybe. Paul George is can make, like, some different uh, I think he would tough be really shots. Good. I think Paul George would be good. And I, I do still think yeah. Trey Young's a good option. So, like... You know, some of those, I think, combinations. I think definitely, like, Steph and KD are, like, the top two, I think, though. The, they're probably the top two. Those would be the most ideal guys. Ben, is there anyone we haven't mentioned that you think would be good to throw in there? Off the top of my head, I there's three Even people. Even old players. What about older players? Do you got any older players? Okay, yeah, I have one that I've been thinking of. Rest in peace, but if Kobe was alive, I think Kobe yeah, would be yes. perfect for this because yeah. he, he'd want to win. He's competitive, and he's got a good personality. I think he'd be amazing for it. That's true. It's a good um, point. But I, off the, I, that would be really awesome. Off the top of my head, one person I thought, he's not necessarily an amazing shooter, but personality-wise, it'd be entertaining. I think Patrick Beverly would be great yeah. because he can he can Ooh, talk trash. He can talk trash. He's not afraid to talk smack. Um, and then I think James Harden just, he can, I mean, he can shoot from anywhere, and he's not going to get in trouble for traveling, so I think he'd be perfect for it. <laughs> that is a great point. There's one other player that's an older player that's not well, not old, way old, but he's not currently playing. One of my favorite players of all time, Steve Nash, I think would be excellent in this competition. Yeah. Um, maybe doesn't bring the absolute biggest personality, but he'd be really fun. Um, and then one other person that I'd like to mention before we move on to the NFL draft, which we're going to keep short today. I think I wanted to make it long, but I think we'll keep it short today. Maybe we'll do a little more after the first half of the, uh, top 25 next week. Um, but another person I think that would be just so, so entertaining, um, would be, um, Meta World Peace. We saw him in Big Brother. Uh, he's, he's a, a big nut. Um, I like him, and I, I actually don't think he's that. He was, he was a good player. I, you know, he was a good player. So I think he'd be super entertaining to see in this too. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll watch it. We'll, we'll probably report back on the podcast about it. Um, but I don't think any of us are, like, super-duper excited to watch it. Um, so let's, let's keep this moving. Let's go into the NFL draft. So I don't want to make this super long today. We don't need to go into, like, an enormous amount. Um, we had a couple topics to talk about. Trevor, what do you, what do you think would be the most entertaining one? Let's just do kind of one, one of the NFL draft topics we're going to talk about. What do you think we should do? Yeah, I, I think definitely. I'll leave it all up to you. I think definitely like the quarterbacks, um, and like two, all right. and like two. We, we uh, talk about the quarterbacks. Burrow. Yeah, yeah. So let, let's get to that. So we'll, we'll talk about the quarterbacks to start off. So I've talked about this before. Okay, we, let's start with Tua. If if Tua has no health concerns, we which no matter what he's going to have at least some. If he has absolutely no health concerns, he is he's the best player in this draft. I think that is without a doubt. So hmm. I think they're. There begs a question if you're an NFL franchise, how much am I able to risk here to get someone like Tua? Because he is the most talented quarterback. Now, there's a couple concerns with him. Number one, this is a stupid concern, but it is concerns that people have. Lefty quarterbacks tend to not do well in the NFL. There's very few that I can think of that has been super-duper successful. Um, Now, the second thing is that he's had a lot of these injuries. Now, uh, the football doctor, I've talked about him a ton on here. Go follow him on Twitter. It's David J. Chow. Um, I don't know what his ad is on Twitter, but he is my favorite follow on Twitter. Every time there's injuries in sports, he immediately will diagnose them to the best of his ability. He's not 100% you know, sure, but he says with 99% confidence every single time because he's not there with the person. Now, he's of course, it's a weird time. He can't do physicals and stuff, but he talks about how he thinks that Tua will be more than ready at uh, the start of the season. And not only that, he doesn't think he's super-duper injury-prone. He thinks that... Um, 
he is prone to injuries where you could potentially, you know, put yourself a little more at risk. If you look at his most recent injury with, I think it was his, what was his, his hip or ACL, whatever he most recently in, uh, injured in Alabama, he was rolling um, to the left on his throwing foot, his throwing side, so you're more likely to take a little bit of a bigger chance. You're like, oh, I don't have to wind my shoulders all the way back. So he was kind of explaining that he's more prone to injury than injury prone. Injury prone is a guy who continues to get injured in the same spot versus someone prone to injury, one who gets injured by putting self at risk more than others. So I trust the football doctor. He does great stuff. I've never seen him be wrong. He really thinks that Tua will be healthy uh, to start the season. So in my opinion, Tua is the best quarterback in the draft. However, Joe Burrow is the one to take. I think he's the safest pick while also being this great leader, great overall person. I think he's perfect in Cincinnati, perfect player to put there. Um, besides that, I'll kind of let you speak your thoughts on Tua first, and then we'll kind of go into the quarterbacks as a whole. So, Trevor, what do you think about Tua? Yeah, I mean, we've, we've heard a lot about, you know, Tua's health concerns. I've heard on different podcasts people discussing it. Um, and, and watching Tua, obviously he's a great player. He's very talented. Um, and Joe Burrow is as well. I personally think Joe Burrow is actually a little bit better. Just I just think he's a better quarterback than Tua. Uh, not it's it's very close, but I would take Burrow even if both of them are fully healthy. I think Burrow's better. Um, and also like this pick for the Bengals, I think just on all sides it makes sense for them to take Joe Burrow. He's the Ohio yeah. kid. Um, he you know he had a great showing at LSU, obviously, and you know in the championship game and you know throughout the season. So I think it makes sense. I think Joe Burrow's very talented. Two is as well, and I I tend to agree with you on the health concerns. I think Tua will be ready for the season, and I think you know if he's still there for the Dolphins at five, they should absolutely take him, and they probably will. Yep. And right now, I think there's four first round quarterbacks. I think there's going to be four guys that go in the first round. We have in no particular order: Burrow, Tagovailoa, uh, Herbert, and Love. And I think all of those guys will go in the first round. Um, and I've talked about on this podcast about how I think Love should go to the Patriots. And now it's looking like he might be taken before Herbert, even maybe in the top 10. What are your opinions on Love? Both, I want to hear both your opinions on Love um, quickly. Uh, Trevor, what do you think about Love? Um, yes. Especially for the Patriots, a fit for the Patriots. Right. So I don't know a ton about Love. I didn't obviously get to see, I didn't get to watch Utah State really. So I don't know a ton about him. I do know more about Justin Herbert watching Oregon. I know that Justin Herbert is a solid quarterback, and I think he would be um, a good fit to come into the Patriots. Jordan Love, I, I really just don't know a ton about. Um, obviously, the Patriots need to take a quarterback, so if one or one of them are available, mm-hmm. take either one of them, regardless of who it is. Um, but I, I just think based on knowing more about Herbert, I would take him. But again, I haven't looked into Love enough to really know for sure. So, you know, everything I've been hearing about him has been that he's really promising though of course any last thoughts ben trevor on the quarterbacks available ben i know you're excited about burrow you want to speak a little bit i know you you've been a burrow fan for much longer than the average person yes i i remember i watched in 2014 i watched his senior year state championship game against toledo central catholic probably my favorite high school football game i've ever watched it went to a bunch of overtime super high scoring um just a fantastic game and ever since then i remember going he, he was committed to ohio state and i remember going that kid's a stud and I've been watching his mm-hmm. highlights ever since. At Ohio State, I used to, like, in garbage time, I used to be so excited when he would get in. Um, when he transferred to LSU, I wasn't thrilled just because I don't like the SEC as, like, I, I mean, it's whatever. I don't like LSU that much, but I rooted for him. Um, I'm so excited. It was a fun year. I, I want the Bengals to take him so bad. I think I think he's he's definitely the safer option. I think um, he's just, I mean, the Bengals, they have, they have a lot they need to do, but I think the first step is just take Joe Burrow. 
I think, especially in the NFL, accuracy is so important. I mean, look at Tom Brady. He's so accurate. That's why he's been so good for so long. I think Joe Burrow is such – his accuracy is a strong suit of his. I think he has all these tools that he um, has to be successful in the NFL. I think – I'm so excited about it. If the Bengals don't take him, I will cry actual tears. So Yeah, it, he's definitely the best option for them, um, at least at this point. I, I, I would be surprised if Burrow doesn't become the first off the board. Any last thoughts before we close off the episode here from either of you? Uh, ben, we're happy to have you back uh, this episode. We missed you last episode. Um, we're excited to have you for the upcoming ones. Trevor, any last thoughts? Um, I guess just it's going to be interesting to see how they deal with it. Obviously, with Zoom and, and the draft and the analysis, we, we yeah. talked about it a little bit before, but it, you know, I'm very intrigued to see how that goes. Um, so, yeah, that's about it. I hope that the Patriots get a quarterback, um, one of those two ideally, but we need to take quarterback with our first pick, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, I, I'm still guessing it'll be love. That's that's my guess. But that'll be it for today's episode. Thank you all so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Our podcast is now anywhere where you can find podcasts. Literally, it's on six different uh, stations and networks. So please just go find it. Go hit that subscribe button. Leave a little review for us. Um, and tweet at us, at SmallBallerPod. Follow all three of us on Twitter also. We all appreciate that. Um, and hey, I don't forget anything. I feel like I always forget something in my clothes. Anything else that needs to be mentioned? Um, I mean, just like, you know, if you have any of your favorite movies from 2013, give us those. And yes. also, you know, we're going to be Tweet doing the top 25 NBA rankings. So, you know, hopefully get excited yes. for that. Get excited. Um, if you want to watch all the, It'll be fun. all the NBA games, that's what I've been doing. Um, it's, it's been fun. So, yeah, I uh, can't wait for that podcast. Yeah, well, again, thank you guys so much for your support recently. We've gotten a lot of downloads recently, a lot. We had, like, a random Friday that had, like, almost 70 downloads, which was just insane uh, for a single day for us, uh, especially a day that we're not uploading. So I don't I don't know. Whoever's downloaded our episode 70 times on Friday, thank you. We appreciate that. Um, but with that being said, thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Go Falcons.